No matter where you are, the eyes of much of Texas focus on the Gulf of Mexico right now. It's Texas Standard Time. I'm David Brown, and thanks for joining us on this October 10th. As we go to air on this Wednesday, wind and rain started battering the shores of the Florida panhandle in what experts described as one of the strongest storms ever recorded approaching landfall just east of Panama City. Just a few miles east or west of the latest models could make all the difference when it comes to the scale of damage from Hurricane Michael upgraded to a Category 4 storm. By way of comparison, when Hurricane Harvey made landfall just over a year ago in Rockport, Texas, winds were clocked at 132 miles per hour. There are reports of beach and delayed school openings and closings from Corpus Christi all the way up into Galveston County and beyond with concerns about rising tide levels. Though right now, Michael is not expected to have direct effects this far west. Let's get more from Victor Murphy. He's the climate program manager at the National Weather Service based in Fort Worth. Victor, thanks for spending a bit of your busy day with us on The Standard. Pleasure to be with you. Let's let's begin by uh, focusing on what's happening there in the Gulf. Uh, I was taking a look at the language coming from the the National Weather Service office in Tallahassee. Uh, this will be a catastrophic event, the likes of which this region has never seen. And, you know, as I was looking at that language, it reminded me of the sort of uh, uh, language used when Hurricane Harvey hit Texas. Uh, you know, it, unprecedented event is uh, the language that I recall. And I know the National Weather Service chooses its words carefully. What are we looking at with a catastrophic event, the likes of which this region has never seen? It's a Category 4 hurricane um, expected to make landfall uh, about six hours or so from now, say early afternoon, uh, very close to the Panama City area. Um, And right now it's it's a Category 4, and there has never been a Category 4 hurricane. Uh, Amazingly enough, uh, there's never been a Category 4 hurricane that's made landfall on the Florida Peninsula before. You know, sustained winds 140 miles an hour plus. Um, you're going to have storm surges of 10 to 12 feet um, along and pretty much to the right of the track. And as of right now, it looks like the, the best guess forecast calls it for it to go ashore just east of the Panama City area. And once you get east of Panama City, it's a pretty rural area. Uh, some beach houses, but not a whole lot of population. So um, five or 10 miles could be huge here as far as, you know, damages go and impacts go. If it comes ashore, say, you know, 10 miles further west, uh, looks like a direct hit for Panama City, which would be very, you know, very uh, devastating and catastrophic, as the wording says. Indeed. All right. Now, uh, if we can, let's zoom back on another weather event that obviously is, is of great significance and importance to Texans. And that's what's happening in central Texas and Hill Country. I think by now, a lot of folks have heard that there are four people still missing after an RV park washed away uh, off the Llano River uh, near Junction, Texas. What do, you, what's, what do you know about that storm and its impact? There was a basic combination of a stalled you know, frontal boundary and a, a lot of moisture coming up. I don't think it was related at all, to be honest with you, with, with Michael. But nonetheless, um, early Monday morning between about, say, 1, 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. and about 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning or so. It looks like uh, some part, parts of Junction, well, actually uh, an area which is about eh, 10 miles or so south of Junction, may have gotten about maybe 7, seven to 8 to maybe 12 inches of rainfall in about a 6 to 8 hour period. And as a result of that, there was a uh, literally a flood wave uh, which moved north uh, along the South Llano River. It moved you know, from south to north uh, into the town of Junction 
and a wall of water came, I'm going to guess about six o'clock in the morning or so, and swept away some folks that, you know, the four people that are missing that were in an RV park. And uh, there are some rain, there are some uh, river gauges in the area, and the flow on the uh, Lano River rose from about four foot at, uh, say, five o'clock in the morning up to 31 feet by eight o'clock in the morning. So it was literally a 27 foot increase or 27 foot wall of water, if you will, that flowed through the town um, in a space of about two hours. I think we have to put a period on what we're looking at right now, our top story, and that is, of course, the hurricane. Any dangers for the Texas Gulf Coast? I hear that uh, some school systems in the area and some beaches in uh, along uh, Corpus Christi, uh, Galveston County area, uh, taking precautions. Uh, just uh, an abundance of caution, in your opinion? Yeah, I would say just an abundance of caution. Um, you know, the Gulf of Mexico being what it is, very you know, shallow body of water, you get a big storm like Michael, you know, in, in the Gulf, or in the eastern Gulf. And uh, during high tides, you tend to get a lot of sort of nuisance flooding. I believe some parts of the Boulevard Peninsula were had maybe a foot of water yesterday. Some roads may have been closed there. I also saw some reports of some uh, water in some garages there and some houses, I believe, out in Jamaica Beach there on the west side of Houston. So, um, but that's about, that should be about the extent of it, and that's pretty much confined to high tides only. Victor Murphy is keeping an eye on things as Climate Program Manager, National Weather Service, Fort Worth. Victor, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us on the Texas Standard. Thank you, David.